For so many modern driven women, life is about being more than one thing. We're multidimensional and so are our conversations. We carry multiple identities. We can be both mother and artist, both attorney and entrepreneur, both clinician and CEO, both humble and proud. Life for women like us is about both, about all of the above. It's about the and. Our stories are the stories of so many of you. We wanted the freedom and flexibility to live life on our own terms, and we felt the pull to be more present to our families. But we still felt drawn to contribute, to build, and to create. And we wanted to establish financial security for ourselves and our children. For us, that looked like founding software companies and then a successful coaching and online course business. But for you, that may look different. Our mission is to help other women build and grow businesses on the internet. Starting up online can be overwhelming and isolating, but it doesn't need to be. We're here to share an insider's peek into the strategies and mental resilience it takes to create and run six and seven figure online businesses. As women entrepreneurs, only 2% of us will ever earn a million dollars. We've done it ourselves and we're on a mission to help you reach financial independence by chronicling our journey and sharing our proven playbook. Join us for honest conversations about what it really means to grow a business and build a life that aligns with your values and adds something meaningful to the world. I'm Sandy Connery. And I'm Jenny Barcelos. And you're listening to the And She Spoke podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the new podcasts that drop every single Tuesday. Welcome to the And She Spoke podcast. Today's episode is about complaining on paid sponsored ads on the internet. It's such a weird topic, Jenny, when you say it out loud. It's like, what? What are we talking about? I'm pretty sure that we're going to change the title of this when whoever gets to decide the final name will not choose this name. Yeah, well, let's just talk about what happened. So last night I was, even though last week we officially declared that we were off Instagram, I still go through and just do a quick scroll for to check for comments and so on. And I came across this shoe ad, this ad for these super cool shoes out of, I think, Norway. And I clicked on it and I started to read the comments. And there was one that was so funny slash infuriating to me that I screenshot it and slacked it to you. And now it's the topic of our podcast. Well, this is because we've decided that the most interesting conversations we have are in our DMs on Slack. And so now that's actually what the podcast is about. So from real life breeds podcast episodes. And I think part of the reason why this is so interesting is because once you run a brand on the internet, we're so used to seeing people complaining or kind of just making these like very stark, extreme points about who we are and who we must be. And now when I see the comments on other brands, posts or ads, I'm like a little bit triggered by that because it it sort of reminds me of what I see myself every day. But also, it's I think we need to learn how to kind of poke fun at this a little. And I think that it, it creates a really interesting topic of conversation. Like what is going on in the human brain that you think it's helpful to rant about a brand in the comments of their social media posts? Like, let's just talk about that. Like, what the heck is that? Okay, well, let's read the post first. So we're just going to call this person Beautiful Soul. That's not the whole handle, but we're just going to call her that. Beautiful Soul said, so under an ad for footwear, she said, I love these, but want to stop being targeted by expensive ads on Instagram. I'm broke. I cannot afford anything over $40. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, we have tremendous sympathy for people who are on a tight budget and not in a position to buy expensive Norwegian shoes. But at the same time... 
here's the deal. The internet isn't free. Nothing is free. We've talked about this before. If it is not actual money and dollars that you were paying for something, you're paying with something else. And in this case, you're paying by being advertised to. That is how you are paying to use the platform. So I think that there's a little bit of a disconnect there. And second of all, what the heck is this shoe company brand going to do about the fact that this lady wants to stop being targeted by paid ads? They have zero control over whether or not she's seen ads. You know, that's really a decision that Zuck is making and his team of leaders, <laughs> faithful team members and his fiefdom. Like it has nothing to do with the brands that are, they're just like, we want to sell our shoes. These are the people, the kinds of people that we think might want to buy our shoes. They're entrepreneurs trying to make a living. It's like opening up a newspaper in 1972 and going, stop showing me these ads of things I can't afford, even though they're willingly opening up the newsletter or the newspaper. I think what's so funny to me is like that people, not funny, that's not the right word, but like what's interesting to me about the psychology here is they want, they have their iPhone and they have their free apps and they're consuming content all day long and probably posting, I would imagine, but they want it clean and they want it quiet. And they just don't understand what you just said, that it's not free. Like if you are going to have a beautiful app such as Instagram, beautiful as in the aesthetics, not necessarily the function as we talked about last week, but you're going to pay. You have to pay. Somebody has to pay. There's got to be money going back and forth somewhere along the line. Just how naive that is just drives me crazy, as you know. I mean, this is a really a deeper conversation about the economy and how it works. But I, I wrote an essay this week about our decision early on in our company's history to walk away from when we decided to walk away from venture. And I wrote about this one particular conversation that we had with an investor who talked about how foolish it was for us to be making money our first year in business because we were not participating in a quote unquote land grab, which is the way that you grow a company to extraordinary sizes in this day and age. And I just, I think that for me, it's very obvious that there's nothing free and that if you yourself as a consumer of a product are not paying for it, then who is paying? The question goes, who is paying for it? So is it the public? Like, is it taxpayer funded in your country? Is it world government funded? No, we all know that's not true, at least not directly. So the way that these things are being funded is early on, these social media platforms are being funded by pretty much by venture capital. And where does that money come from, right? That comes from investors, hedge funds. It comes from the kinds of companies that most of us would never want to associate with. I think we're just not willing to follow the money to its like logical conclusion, which all ends up in the same place, right? Because like this tiny percentage of people in the world own all the money. <laughs> That's the truth. So you are seeing this ad for Nor Norwegian footwear because you are an active participant in this economic structure that you may or may not agree with, but you're by choosing to stick your head in the sand, it doesn't mean you're not participating in it. And I think that that is the, that to me is the bottom line. And you're seeing the ad because this, this company, Facebook, Meta is trying to make money. The only way that they make money is by showing you ads and charging these small companies, or in some cases, big companies fees to display these ads. And so like, you just have to like, what would happen? What would have to happen for your Instagram experience to be ad free? What would have to happen? I just want someone like this to actually try to answer that question. What steps would have to happen in, in the world for you to have the experience of hanging out on a social media platform and not seeing ads? 
they probably would have no idea, but I'm going to tell them that they would have to pay a lot of money to be able to access the, the app, right? Which is sort of what we're seeing on Twitter with some of the changes that Elon Musk is making. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it would also have way less people on it because it, so it wouldn't even be the same app. It wouldn't be the same experience because part of the reason that Facebook and Instagram are what they are is because like so many people of a certain generation, not the Gen Zers, everyone older than that is basically on these platforms because they're free. They're quote unquote free. And this is how you communicate, right? It costs money to live stream. It costs money to have a video call with someone. (laughs) It costs money to send data over the internet. It just costs money. And so I don't know what has happened to our human brains that makes us think that this stuff doesn't cost any money. Where does it go? Where, how does it get sent? I don't think people ask the question. I don't think they even are aware enough of how technology works. Facebook's free. I get to play in the early days, play some free games on it. And then I get to post my photos on Instagram. It's free. It's always free. Like I don't even think they think of, they don't even know to ask the question. I think for you and I, this is so frustrating because obviously we do run Hey Marvelous and Even on that side, we host, we pay, we pay cash money dollars to host videos, content, PDFs, all the things, audio files, everything that every our clients upload. Conversations, email addresses. Yes, yes, yes. Passwords. Yes. All of it is data stored. And so when somebody drops into the inbox and makes a very flippant request or want something done for free, or wants something tailored to them specifically, or just wants a favor, or wants the price lowered, or whatever, it's like they have no idea the cost it is to us to support a single user, oblivious. And I think that's partly why we wanted to do this episode, is just to get everyone to start thinking about the technology that you use, the storage that you use. I just don't think people know. And I know you think that that's like, what did you just say before? Just think one level deeper, people. Than your lizard brain. Yeah, I I really wish that people, more people would think just one layer deeper than that, than the initial gut reaction to something isn't right, or I don't like this, or this isn't me, or, you know, that, that sort of like initial, just baseline, uncensored human reaction that's unanalyzed. It's eye focused. And it's like, temporally, it's always immediate focused. It's always focused on the right now, this minute, I don't want this or I do want this. And I think that's obviously humanity's biggest challenge is that too many people are so focused so often on me right now. What do I want right now, me? And like, that's not, I mean, we're a species that is not, I mean, maybe somebody can argue with me about this. I'm not like a human biologist, but I mean, I took enough of those kinds of classes and I've seen the way mammals interact with one another. And I don't think that we're designed to be these solitary, self-sufficient animals. Like that's not, we need each other to survive. I'm in the desert right now and it's 111 degrees outside. And I can tell you that if someone wasn't pumping air conditioning into my house, I would be like struggling to survive right now. (laughs) There's a system in place where other human beings are contributing actively every minute to make the experience of me being comfortable in my house possible. Everything is like that. Our food systems, none of us produce all of our own food. My guess is it's like less than 5% of people on the planet are producing all of their own food at this point in time. Like we rely on each other. 
You're all fired up about your business until you have to go and market it, talk about it, promote it. All of that feels so heavy, hard, and overwhelming. We know that your business will flourish when you become comfortable promoting your work. And for that reason, we created Visible, a program that helps women amplify their voice in a world that tries to keep them quiet. Build an audience around your body of work and not just your body. So forget everything you've been taught about marketing. Visible is your fastest route to building an audience of raving fans that can turn into paying clients. And side bonus, you can ignore trend alerts on Instagram. Join Visible today at joinvisible.co. Here's the other part. I think because technology is something that is a little more complicated, it's gotten more complicated and the internet is complicated for some people. We behave differently around it and because of it than we would if we were just actually interacting offline. So for example, Sandy, if you had a house, someone cleaning your house and you know they did a good job, but you wanted just a few extra things done, it wouldn't cross your mind, I'm guessing, to say, I know that you're done and this is what we agreed to for how much I'm paying you, but could you also become a chimney sweep and clean out my chimney? And could you also go and like landscape my backyard before you go? I don't have any extra money to pay you for that. Could you just like take a few hours and do those things? We can see with our little animal brains that that is not fair. That's not an appropriate request to make of someone when you've had an agreed upon you know, decision to like, I'm going to buy this and I'm going to pay you for these services and this is the amount. And I think when the internet, because so much of it seems to happen behind this like magic door, things just happen back there and there's no humans involved and there's no energy involved and there's no cost involved, right? Because it's invisible to me. I don't think that we're that dumb. I think that we're choosing not to think about that. I don't think that people are that simple. I choose to see human beings as being smart and connected and caring and humble. Like most of us are by and large, really good people. So what about the internet is causing us to like intentionally not look behind the wall? Because they don't know to ask the question. I don't think they're smart about that area because it's invisible to them. So your chimney sweep example, it's like a person, like they can witness the hours, the effort, the labor to do the work to clean the house. As you said, nobody will ask that because it's very, very visible and real in front of them what effort that would take for that person to do. And it of course would not seem fair. Like that's just, as you said, humans needing each other and human interaction something completely changes and breaks when it turns into technology. How many people have asked us, they don't understand it. It's confusion, confusing. It's behind the scenes. It's like coding. It's scary. They don't think about it. It's easier. I've heard you talk about, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> when we were out, I don't know, this was years ago, Jenny, when we were out at a grocery store with a friend and she was picking up cheap eggs and you were like, we're buying the most expensive eggs that have all the ethical this and the da 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 because you'd have to think about the chicken's life. And she was like, oh my God, I've never thought about the chicken's life before. And she's like, we have to think about the chicken's life. I totally don't remember this. You don't? <laughs> no. 
I mean, I, I can see myself saying it. I'm not, I don't think you're lying about it. They have broken beaks and they're in, in little cages and they have terrible lives and that's why it's so cheap. And you need to think about what the, ch- the chicken experience is. So you need to buy the more expensive eggs. And that person was just like, whoa, I never thought of that, right? So I think it's the same with technology is it's invisible. It is completely foreign and unknown. They have no peek into our, you know, a CTO's day or a help desk's day, the questions, the demands, the requests, the work, the the bills that we pay to maintain Hey Marvelous, to keep it going. They have no idea. They don't know what questions to even ask. And so they pick up something. It's easy to use. It's right in front of them. Oh, I'd like it a little different. I don't want to see ads. Can you turn that off for me, please? I just don't even know that they know they can think deeper about it. I've worked retail. It's my it's my defense. Oh my God. Sandy, this is so depressing to me. Yeah. It's really depressing. I mean, I get it. I have also, I was a waitress in college. <laughs> so I have, I feel like everyone should have had that job for a little while at least. So I do understand, but I also, I still think this is different because we have gotten even as a waitress and even in retail, just to go with your example, because I also worked retail like one winter at Macy's when I was in high school. So I have the teeniest bit of experience in retail, but I did waitress for years and it's still humans interacting with each other. So to me that there's still, even then there are definitely some ridiculous requests and there are some people that are a little more needy and demanding, but by and large, people are human beings with each other. And then when you move to the internet or the digital world, there is something that I don't know if it's intentional or not that turns off and maybe it's a survival mechanism. I don't know. Again, I'm not like a human biology expert, but to me, this is the problem that needs to get solved if we're going to move forward as a species and as a society and be able to, because right now things to me are a little tenuous out on the internet. It's rough out there. Like people are, are pretty awful to each other and in lots of ways. And I think also we are making decisions, again, short-term self-centered decisions because either we are choosing to not think about the bigger, broader context of those decisions, or we are somehow brainwashed into not into not being able to think like that. I don't know. I, I only have my own lived experience, right? And so I see interconnection. And so to me, there are times in my life where I choose to turn it off so that I can integrate into society, it's hard for me to do normal things. Like even to get in the car, like every car trip, everything I see, every decision I make to use, anything, I see the consequences. I still do them. I still get on a plane sometimes, but it's a, I wrestle. And I just, I don't know if that's just so unique to me or I'm just bad at turning it off and other people aren't. No, it's unique to you. I'm sure there's lots of people like you, but I don't think it's the normal. I don't think it's the norm. I really don't. Okay. Well, then we are in trouble. At least I'm not saying everyone needs to be like me, but with these people on on social media that are complaining about the ads, like that is, I don't know how we dig ourselves out of this. Like, what do you think needs to happen? I don't know. I think it's conversations like these to get people to ask those questions and to think that even though there's technology, there's still other people on the other side. There's still other, it doesn't happen by itself. Well, not yet anyway, but it's even if we, if you want a request or if you want something turned off or if you want, like speaking about Marvelous, it's a human being that goes and toggles something on or off in your site or resets or checks or whatever, or builds something for you. It's real people. I think that's the message of this, of this podcast episode is 
can we just acknowledge the humanity on the other side of that chat box or that request or whatever it is? Or the ad comment. <laughs> or the ad comments that somebody, some entrepreneur in Norway is reading that and like, oh, just they're just trying to make a living and they're just trying to play the game to support their family and buy their expensive eggs in Norway. <laughs> I'm pretty sure all the eggs in Norway are raised in a fair, humane way. <laughs> Having spent some time in Norway, I have I didn't see any factory farms, industrial factory farms when I was there. But again, could be wrong. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that that's true. And I also think I just would like maybe one day when we're when when I'm retired, and I'm just trying to be a thought leader, just because I have nothing else to do. I would like to have more conversations about what it means to be a human on the internet and what it means to be a responsible human on the internet. And not to say that we shouldn't have a conversation about ads, advertising revenue, and like how to deal with ads in a responsible way, an ethical way. But to me, showing people at like, there used to be catalogs being sent and there used to be like television commercials being made. And to me, like seeing ads that are targeted for you is actually a benefit. That's better. It's better for everybody because nobody has to go print these catalogs that are just going to get thrown away because recycling is kind of a myth, everybody. Some paper recycling is okay. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Paper mills are bad. That was destructive too. That's how business works. If you don't want just like one or two big companies like Amazon running the world, you're going to have the Norwegian tiny shoe company showing you ads on Instagram because that's like the only way they're going to be around. Amazon doesn't need to show you shoe ads. They've already got your attention most of you, most of us, right? I would just like us before we knee jerk react to something. Let's just consider the implications of why something is the way that it is. Like, let's just try to understand why is this the way that it is and then have a conversation about it. Yep. That's all. Yep. I think you're right. We have a coaching call. So let's jump into joy and hustle. And I have a joy. I have a joy. I have a joy. Yes. What's your joy? It's a small company out of Australia who I got hit with an Instagram ad and it's called Nomad the Label. It is a clothing company. It is linen. And I just got the package a couple, two days ago. And I, it's just beautifully made and gorgeous and just really high, you know, I don't know. Some of the stuff I buy on the internet, specifically from Instagram ads are just terrible, but this stuff was beautiful and I love it. The pants I bought, I love, I would wear them every single day. They're just gorgeous. Okay. So not to be confused with Nomad Goods, for those of you feverishly Googling this as Sandy's talking, it's very different. Okay. Nomad Label. I see. It's very linen-y. Very nice. I love a nice linen. (laughs) All right. And then my hustle, I have the hustle and I'm going to talk about my fountain pen. What? What? I told you I had the... I told you it's a pen. No, you didn't. So my husband bought me this for Christmas and I've not talked about it yet, which is surprising. So it's L-A-M-Y is the pen brand. It's like metal pen and I can refill it with like a jar of ink which is fantastic. So not a single use pen and it writes beautifully. And I would have never thought to buy myself a fountain pen. So I'm grateful that he got it for me. But is it like a calligraphy pen nib or just a, oh, it is looks like a calligraphy pen, but it's fine point. It's like legit. Yeah. But you can change this out. I think you can like change out the points and you can buy all the different colors. And this is like an indigo ink and it's in a glass bottle and it's pronounced Lamy. L-A, it's L-A-M-Y, but it's pronounced Lamy. Apparently, I watched a YouTube video that taught me how to pronounce the name. So I don't think it was terribly expensive. I, I, I don't know for sure I didn't buy it, but it is lovely. And I actually like really appreciate writing with a nice pen. Who knew that you needed a metal fountain pen in your life in 2023? Yeah, no, that's super cool. And that it's made in Germany, of course. So 
Yeah, it's very nice. It's very, very nice. So I don't know. I don't know that I'm going to go back to cheap pens after this. I think I'm like, I think I'm going to use my reusable pen. So we'll all get hit by ads from Lamy and from Nomad the Label, and we're just going to be okay with it. We're just going to give it a double tap and like support these small companies trying to make a living. Yes. Yes. Good point. Okay. All right, folks. We'll see you next time. See ya. This podcast is brought to you by Marvelous. Marvelous helps you build and grow your own courses, memberships, and live streamed programs. Go from idea to open for business in just minutes. If you're looking for a simple, beautiful, custom branded platform to build and grow your online business, you can learn more at heymarvelous.com.